Hey guys, welcome back to the Sis Be Honest podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. We are so excited to be here. I know you girlies have been missing us. I know, it's been a minute. It's been a minute, but we are back again, back again mm-hmm. with this episode coming at you. Y'all, we just posted, well, we didn't just post it, but we posted a girl time, story time, girl mm-hmm. talk on our Instagram. And so if you're not on Instagram, please follow us at the Sis Be Honest. Yes, the girls loved it. We did a little video for That's the girls right. of a story time of some cringe, embarrassing moments so that you guys can get a good kiki. Get a good kiki and a good kiki mm-hmm. you had indeed. If it was <laughs> at my expense, that's okay. I'm just laughing at the fact that the guy didn't want to pay for your ice cream. Listen, everyone was like, that dude was trash. He's Why a joke. Did he? <laughs> it's okay. It is okay. Oh, but yeah. Yeah. So. But... We just wanted to let you guys know that it's up on our Instagram, but mm-hmm. this episode will also be a girl story time, yes. or I should say a sis story time. Mm-hmm. So Plenty let's get into it. Okay, sis, tell me about a time, because you know we're both Haitian. Yes. Tell me about a time that your Haitian dad embarrassed you Ugh. when you were younger. I have tons, <laughs> because my dad is just very culturally... Haitian, mm-hmm. and he does not play around, and especially with his girls, he does not play around mm-hmm. at all. So, long story short, um, when I was in high school, I used to take the bus, and my dad would pick me up from the bus stop, and this bus stop was kind of a little far from my house, like mm-hmm. it was like really central where it was picking us up. And so, there was a young male, a young boy, that I didn't really, I mean, he was cute, but I knew I wasn't ready for any type of relationship back then. So, anyways, long story short, he had a ride to his house. And so the ride to his house was on our way to my house. Mm-hmm. Literally on my way to my house. Like you could not you could not have not given him a ride. Yeah. So the first time I asked my dad, I asked my dad, like, hey daddy, can you give my friend a ride? Like is like and his, he was like, No, gas is too expensive. And I was like, Yeah, come in. <laughs> and so he came in, but I knew to sit in the front seat, which I did um, usually. Yeah, and then yeah. he sat in the back, right? Mm-hmm. And so he went and dropped him off, cool calm cool collected so i thought mm. the next day came around or a couple of days after that um and i asked my dad the same question hey dad can you give this friend a ride yeah my dad didn't even look at me he looked straight at the boy uh-huh. and he said no dang and i was like what he was not playing he's like get in the car keisha <laughs> and i said and then i was like huh and yeah. he said no i am not taking you home <laughs> And I did not, I got in the car, and I was, looked at the boy, and I said, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And then the boy, and then my dad walked away, too. Like, when I was, like, after that conversation, when I was, like, I'm not having no parts, like, the the, Period. the conversation is over. Dang. And the boy walked away, and I said, I'm so sorry. He's like, no, it's all good. Mm-hmm. And then um, when I went in the car, I was livid. I was crying. I, I went home, yeah, and I told my, I told on my dad to my mom because I was like oh you're gonna get in trouble and so Uh my dad was like but you don't even understand last time I dropped him off so last time my dad dropped him off he the boy lied and we Mm -hmm. didn't actually drop him off at his house we dropped him off at like a place that he was so he was you know doing some things and selling some stuff and my dad saw that and my dad was like I am not taking you back to that place one and I'm not Mm -hmm. want you to involve with me and my kids mm-hmm. and he goes and I remember my dad telling to me like as your dad like I'm supposed to protect you I know <laughs> I know what happened 
you don't see Kisha, you you didn't see, I see it. He my dad said it like that. He's like, Oh Pate well on bad guy, but wait till well. Basically my dad said, You didn't see him do anything, but I saw him. I saw him with my eyes. I saw him. He passed something with his hands. I saw him, Kisha. And in that moment I was like, It doesn't matter. You're judging him. (laughs) I can just picture myself saying something so similar. But these Haitian dads, they be up on game and they just see stuff that we don't see for all good. They literally be seeing it. That is hilarious. So embarrassing. But Papa All Saint, he knew. He saw what you didn't see, Keish. Whatever. <laughs> he saw what you didn't see. Cool. And, oh my gosh, I'm cringing already. So I had a dog. We had a dog at the time, right? And I liked this boy. And so we probably were, like, just talking through, like, Facebook or something. Probably even MySpace back then. Who knows? Y'all don't know what MySpace is. But, um, yeah. I was just like, okay, like, my dad, like, my parents aren't over, like, aren't here. You can come over and, like, see me, right? So he came with his friend, okay? And so my excuse is, like, I'm going to go outside and, like, see him, but he's with his friend. And how it's going to work is, like, I'm going to be, quote, unquote, walking my dog. So sure enough, take my dog on his little leash. Come on, Lily, we're going out. I know I was going to be being bad, doing what I shouldn't have been doing. So we go down to the a driveway, me and my dog, and, like, the boy that I liked and his friend are, like, coming up to meet me. I'm so excited. Literally, as they get, like, halfway up my driveway, my dad's car pulls in. And my heart just sinks. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm in, And, like, none of You're us. You're fast. I, I, really, I was trying to be fast. And literally none of us say anything. Like, we all just, like, get silent and, like, look at my dad. My dad rolls up. He just drives up to, like, the driveway. He parks his car. He, like, gives him, like, a death glare. Like, no words. But pretty much his eyes are saying, get the freak off (laughs) my property. Probably not even freak. But anyway, he's like, get off my property. Like, that's what his eyes said. And I was just embarrassed. I couldn't tell them by nothing. I just took my little dog. We went inside the house. And my dad was like, don't ever do that. And so backstory to that. Is that the boy that I liked, same thing. My dad saw what I couldn't see. And he was just not, like, the best. He was in a gang. He was not, like, hanging around the best crowds and stuff like that. So, and my dad knew all this. Like, he wore red, like, bright red. Like, he was in a gang. Your dad terrible. And my dad just knew. He's like, don't, don't bring that gang bag out here. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> much. saggy pants. <laughs> yeah, saggy pants. That buckable essentially and so yeah that's my that is Haitian, dad Haitian dads are just sorry, dad. something else I'm sorry I put you through that something else and they be embarrassing <laughs> and they do not care they do not really <laughs> care but I I am thankful for our Haitian dads because they mm-hmm. literally first of all they don't care but also too they're going they, if they don't like something they're going to say it right. too it's like Shh, don't say that. He's like, no, I'm going to say this. In a rude way, but it's always far good, but it's just how they do it, that delivery, yeah. though. Yes, it's just like, you don't have to look at them like that, daddy. <laughs> exactly. You don't have to look at them, because you're not going to do anything. My dad will mm-hmm. not do anything. Like, he's not, but he will look at you. He want to show you, yeah. yeah. For oh, sure. So embarrassing, embarrassing. All right, our next story time. Sis, tell me about, this one's a heavy one, Tell me about your first or just a friendship heartbreak. Friendship heartbreak. Wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> I think friendship heartbreaks. Oh, 
as a female, they suck. They suck one, mm-hmm. and they're so hard because you're just like, girl. We were besties. I literally shared my undergarments with you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do you that. You saw me in my undergarments. Yeah. 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 Don't do that. I literally shared my viewers and my tears. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. I think for me, one of um, a friendship, oof, yeah. This one was so hard for me because they, I felt as if, one, um, what had happened was I was really close with her in a season where I was super new here. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not really, really um, invested too much. I didn't have any, lots of roots here in, like, Palm Beach. And so we got super close, and I really liked really liked her and loved her and stuff like that. Yeah. And the thing, the most heartbreaking thing about the friendship breakup, I just felt like we had one conversation to restore it. And I guess either she or I just never like try to pick up where we left off Mm -hmm. and so because of that we just it literally just ended Mm -hmm. and so that was super difficult because like for me I'm a kind of person that like once I'm friends with someone and once I say that person is my person like I can see them in my life for such a very long time and that friendship breakup really really hurt my heart because like I said I am someone who if you're if you're my person, you're my people, like I want you in my life for the long haul. Mm-hmm. And so I could have said myself, like, really I could have seen her in my wedding, I could have seen her with like future kids and stuff like that, because we talked about like deep stuff and stuff. And she was with me and like through hard moments too in the season of me um coming from SCU to living here in West Palm. Yeah. Um, and then the fact and I just felt like super sad because we the other person didn't pick up the phone or didn't text or just didn't it just felt like it was unfinished business Mm -hmm. but now it's like three years four years removed from that situation and like she moved on i moved on but it feels too late but and it feels like yeah yeah, it feels like too late and it feels like too much time has passed Mm -hmm. and we can never really get back to where we both were because we both were in college we both were like single um she's not now um and we both were really just living our best lives yeah and so i feel as if i mean a lot of things happened in between there like a lot of, yeah a lot of things happened in between there but i just feel like that friendship breakup really broke my heart mm-hmm. because it felt like there was unfinished business yeah. with someone who i literally literally wrote her name down to mm-hmm. be one of my bridesmaids that's always so hard like Mm -hmm. somewhere you're just like I envision like the rest of my life you know obviously not in a romantic way but like I envision like the rest of my life like with you being in it yeah and like for that to just change you're like dang this really like rocked my world so yeah yeah it was definitely very sad but also very like you know here's honestly here's what I say since I love Mm -hmm. you I love I still very much like like her, I love you, but I think also too, it's just so uncomfortable for me anytime I see her around, mm. just because I always like, what could I? I play this by like, what could have been, sure. but secondly, like, it just wasn't meant to be. Yeah, she was the friend for that season mm-hmm. for that reason, and that season ended mm-hmm. for a reason. And I'm here now. I'm in a new season. And I got other friends yeah. who are very much, much grateful for. 
Yeah, like you, sister. Hey. I love you so much. <laughs> but um, thanks for sharing that, sis. Um, it's always hard. Well, I don't know for you, but it's hard for me to talk about like friendship heartbreaks because it sometimes still leaves like a little sore spot. Like, yeah, you may be over it, and like, yeah, I'm happy for them and that. But like, you think about it, or I'll speak for me, but like, I think about the memories, and I'm like, dang, we never had some really. Like good times, you know. Yeah, and Snapchat for this, we're gonna go help it when y'all bring it up again. <laughs> they create a whole little video of your best times, right? It's like I gotta delete this joke. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, hey, um, you. silly. Mine happened about five or six years ago. Um, one of my uh, friendship heartbreaks, and me and this girl, we were best friends mm-hmm. too. Um, everyone knew it. We worked together um, at the time. And um, everyone knew it. We were inseparable. We did everything together. Um, long story short, uh, one of the reasons why we stopped being friends was because I met my now husband. And she felt like I ditched her for him. And she was just not understanding of my season. Um, now that I look back on it, I think there was a lot of just jealousy there um, in a toxic way. Like she only wanted me just to herself like even there was a point in time where I was switching stores to work somewhere else and she was just like upset livid with me you promised you wouldn't leave you said you were never going to do this to me like it became like unhealthy like an unhealthy Mm -hmm. um like bond or friendship it's giving lifetime movie (laughs) (laughs) not lifetime movie you make a pretty good lifetime movie They have a pretty good plot. Yeah. Um, but, um, yes. So it was just terrible. And like the falling out of it was just bad. And, you know, there was a lot of tears and a lot of hard conversations between her and I. And she, like you said, Keith, she was someone I envisioned having my wedding. We talked about it all the time. We talked about her planning baby showers and stuff like that. All the things, you know, we just had so many good memories together and just envisioned like the rest of my life with her. So that was just really hard. And um, I'll never forget, like, we've tried and we've tried. Unlike what you said, Keisha, like the years have gone past. There'd be like months that would go past and like one of us would reach out and try to fix things. Like we'd try to go to like life group together or like do a hanging out. But it just never felt the same Mm -hmm. because she knew I was still dating, quote unquote, the person in her eyes who broke us up. Who broke you up. Yeah, exactly. Like she's Well, I can't hex them that (laughs) man. They broke my fun up. Pretty much, she'd be like, you know, in her mind, she's just like, well, you're still with him, and, you know. It's like, yeah, that's my man. Period. That's not you. <laughs> Why can't it be both? Yeah, Why can't we right. all be friends? That yeah, he can pay for your nails too, girl. Period. But we can't. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you want to pay for my nails. Yeah, but uh-huh. if it's... <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. See? <sighs> Might be a friendship breakup between me and Keith, y'all. But, um... Don't say that. I'm just kidding. That'll never happen. But, um, so yeah. <laughs> so, dumb. so yeah, like there have been many times where we've tried to like rekindle and make stuff work and it just, it didn't feel the same. And one day she just told me, she was just like, I don't know why, but I'm just still so angry with you oh. and jealous of you. I was like, oh, okay. That was like confirmation for me. Like, okay, I don't think we can ever, you know, be friends again. But I mean, I still see her here and there and like you know keep up with her life a little bit from afar and she seems to be doing well but like you said Keith I love what you said like she was my friend for that season 
and like those memories were good mm-hmm. and um i cherish them but like that was that season and now they're a new season she's in a new season and you know it is what it is yeah so. <sighs> friendship breakups hard. are super hard for some reason, I think they're even sometimes harder for, like, relationship breakups. I mean, I've never been in one. I couldn't tell y'all, but... Uh. <laughs> no, it's true. I actually saw, like, a little post the other day that said that. It was like, why are, like, friendship women breakups harder than male breakups sometimes or relationship breakups? And I think what it is is just because, like, you share, like, when you get a good friend, like, you share, like, your life with them, and it's almost as if, like, it... It's a very emotional bonding. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's almost as if when you rip that emotional bond, you're just like, yeah. wow, mm-hmm. emotional damage, you know? <laughs> so true. <laughs> like, you get vulnerable with your girlfriends, obviously, in a different way than you were with your, um, your spouse partner, or your partner spouse. or yeah. relationship, whatever person. Exactly. So it's like, there's a reason why we need girlfriends and sister friends. Like, This is true. Girlfriends. Sisterhood is definitely the best hood. Mm-hmm. Right after parenthood. Ooh, you a parent? No, girl. <laughs> so you can do it. Yeah, uh, let's go ahead and change the topic. Anywho. I'm really not. I'm really not. Mm-hmm. I don't have a child or anything. Someone's going here now. They're going to be like, oh my gosh, Keisha, are you? Yeah, I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, let's get to the next <laughs> question. The next question, which is, Sis, be honest, what have you recently learned in therapy? Mm-hmm. Such a good question. Um, wow. Something that's really helped me in therapy, it's not something I recently learned, um, but something that's helped me is I've dealt with a lot of anxiety and depression in my story and just something I tend to still struggle with, yeah. but has been so much better um, since seeing my therapist yeah. for almost a year now. But, um, thank you, sis. So she's taught me about CBT, and I can't even remember what CBT stands for, but pretty much it's, like, um, kind of focusing on, like, what is true, like, right now. Mm -hmm. Like, if you feel like, hey, I'm going to, like, this situation is going to be so terrible, or I know this person is going to say this, this, and that to me right now. Like, what is the reality of your situation right now? Um, something she always says is like you cannot be living in the um, in the past or you can't be living in the future. You need to be present and you need to be living in the present. And that's helped a lot because a lot of our anxiety and our fear stem from either living in the past or too concerned about the future. Yeah. And like it all just seems so simple. Like, oh, wow, duh. Like, should know that. But like how many times do we just go about our day and that's literally what we're doing? You know, in our minds, we're just like, oh, my gosh, like, I have to go to this meeting. I know how it's going to turn out. And then before we know it, we're anxious. We're, like, worked up, this, yep. that. But what CBT does, like, it helps to ground you. And, hey, Leslie, or insert your name, blank, Keisha, what's reality right now is that you're safe. Yeah. Is that you don't know how this meeting is going to go, but you can control what you're going to say. You can mm. control how you're going to react. And mm. so that's just been, like, one of the biggest and best tools that she's given me and I will say like it's helped so much with just like my day-to-day like my interactions with people um, how my day goes it's mm-hmm. really been a blessing and such a great tool that's really good just mm-hmm. to focus on the present mm-hmm. uh, I heard his pastor said this recently you don't know who my pastor is mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I 
Hey, what do you say? It's it's focus on the now and not what's next. Yeah. Hey, pass the time. Right. You're doing it. But um, <laughs> that's really good, sister. Um, so not so I don't really suffer with anxiety as much, but suicide as oh suicide and depression has been like the thing that has um, come up a lot in these past recent months for me, especially. I talked mm-hmm. about it before in another episode. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. But one of my things is that my therapist gives me a checklist. Mm. And so it's things like when I start having or feeling myself to have like depressive thoughts or depressive actions, I have to look and see my checklist. Have I drank enough water? Have I had enough sleep? Have I had three meals that day? What does my quiet time look like? How's my physical activity looking like? Mm-hmm. How is um, my social life looking at? Have I gotten enough sun that day? Mm-hmm. And so when I go through this checklist mentally, it's a great checklist to see like, okay, I haven't got enough water today. Okay, we will get some water. Mm-hmm. I haven't really been sleeping that well. Okay, so that's probably why this week I feel a little bit sluggish. I feel a little bit, um, I feel a little bit down. So I go through this checklist in my head um, on days where I feel like, oh my gosh, I just had a really good day. However, my thought pattern and my thought process is giving very much like sadness, Mm -hmm. even though I had a really, really great day filled with meetings and filled with dreams and filled with plans. But I just came back to my house and I feel like so sad about something. And so what happens is I can go through this checklist and be like, oh my gosh, like I had a really good day, but I've only had one meal today. Mm-hmm. I need to go get something to eat. Mm-hmm. And so it's a great checklist for me personally to see to see where I'm at. Yeah. To see like before I go through the dumps, let me see all of this stuff to see um, what have I messed up on type of thing. Checklist to see what have I um, messed up on, what have I not completed. So I like it. It's been really helping me mm-hmm. um, just slow down, and it is so practical. I'm just gonna say that, yeah. It's like so it's practical awesome. that I'm like, it's not like it's literally like, did you drink water today? Period. It's basic stuff that we should be doing. Yeah. But sometimes we need to remind ourselves yeah. that I do it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. even true, like what you were saying with CBT, mm-hmm. even with that. I'll have it for you guys next <laughs> <laughs> It's okay. The, the girls are not judging us. Like, even uh-huh. with that, like, when I am, like, about to go into, like, a meeting or I'm about to go do something, like, where's my mindset at? Mm-hmm. Like, guys, I literally went on a recent excursion. Y'all going to hear about it later mm-hmm. on in the... Yay, another story time. Uh Uh-huh. So I went on this recent excursion, and I was, like, like freaking out. Like, I was just like, oh, my gosh. Ah! (laughs) You know? And I literally have a video of me screaming my phone. My phone on Insta. We might might not. (laughs) (laughs) Hee-hee-ha. But but all that to say is just, like, I was freaking out. But, like, Mm -hmm. I literally had to, like, breathe in and out and just be like, it's okay. We're going to have a good time. Mm-hmm. Even though we have sex with you, but we have a good time. <laughs> what? Crying. <sighs> that took a turn. <laughs> I'm gonna have news. to cut that out. <laughs> okay. Ah. I don't know if 
Sorry, here we go. But yeah, Keith, I just love that checklist. Um, I think that's great. It's very practical. It's very like fundamental, basic stuff that we should just be doing every day. But it's good to have that reminder. I might even borrow that checklist. That's really good. I might implement that. You're welcome, sister. And I will use that CBT. Mm-hmm. Y'all Google that. All right. Okay, girly poppies, sisters. It was such a fun time uh, recording this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll see you guys. Next time, yeah. So bye, sisters and brothers and misses and sisters. <laughs> bye. Thanks for tuning in.